Hello, you're listening to the Slow American English Podcast with Colleen. The goal of this podcast is to entertain you while boosting your English vocabulary. I will talk about a variety of topics, so sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Hey guys! Today, I want to talk about my trip to Iceland in July of 2016. Iceland is one of the most beautiful places I've been, and I highly recommend visiting there, especially if you can go in late June to early July during the midnight sun time of year. The sun doesn't set during this time, and it stays light out the whole night. It's really cool. I went with my friend Anne, and we spent one week touring around the country. Iceland is small, so you can really see a lot in a week. We flew into Keflavik Airport and took a bus to Reykjavik. I think the bus ride was maybe 45 minutes long. You can also rent a car, but we didn't need one right away. It was very easy to walk from the bus terminal into Reykjavik to our hotel. The city of Reykjavik is very small as well. You can get almost everywhere on foot. We did a whale watching tour where we saw three whales break the surface of the water. Even though the day was fairly warm, it was freezing on that boat. I recommend dressing in a lot of layers and wearing a hat and a jacket with a hood that you can pull up over it. But even with the colds, the tour was really fun. In Reykjavik, there is a restaurant called the Laundromat Cafe. I highly recommend it. We ate probably five meals here and loved it every time. The atmosphere is really cool and the food is delicious. Definitely take a walk around the city. There are many restaurants, tourist shops, and interesting things to see. For example, there is a pole wearing a sweater a gate wearing a bunch of mismatched gloves, and a lot of unusual art sculptures. We then rented a car and did the Golden Circle Tour. The major points on this tour are Thingfeller National Park, a geyser, and Gullfoss Waterfall. But there is a hidden waterfall that is totally worth seeing. We got a tip from a local about it, and I'm so glad we took the time to check it out. It's called Brewerfoss, and it's bright blue. It's just along the route of the Golden Circle Tour. But I don't think any bus tours go there. If you have a car, you can find it. Just ask a local for directions beforehand. 
From there, we drove down to the famous Blue Lagoon. Okay, so the Blue Lagoon is expensive and a total tourist trap, but even still, it's one of my favorite things we did in Iceland. I don't think the Icelandic experience is complete without it. We spent four hours there, and it was so relaxing and a unique experience. The lagoon is super warm and has some really fun things to do. There's a swim-up bar, uh, several mud mask stations where you can get the lava clay with its beneficial mineral properties to smear all over your face and body. There are a couple of saunas you can relax in, and you can also book an in-water massage where you float in the lagoon while the therapist works out the knots in your muscles. We went in the evening, and it was perfect. For the next four days of our trip, we did a road trip around the Ring Road. There's one highway that makes a circle around the entire country. It's called the Ring Road, and it has many, many things to do along the way. I think the first waterfall you come to when driving east is Selangefoss, and I don't think I pronounced that correctly, <laughs> but it's a tall, thin waterfall that you can walk behind. The waterfall is beautiful, but I will give you an insider tip. If you take the trail to the left of the waterfall, you will come to a sort of cave. Inside the cave is another waterfall. It's really spectacular to see, and not a lot of people know about it. But make sure you have waterproof shoes because you have to wade a stream to access it. And once inside the cave with the waterfall, you will get wet. So wear a raincoat. Next on the ring road, you will come to my favorite waterfall of all time, Skagafoss. This waterfall is so beautiful. There's a trail you can hike up to the top of it, and a lot of people were camping in tents nearby. We were really lucky to have arrived at this waterfall just before a large tour bus. So we had the waterfall to ourselves for probably 15 minutes. It's hard to describe what makes this waterfall so special, but I think you just have to see it for yourself. After that, we stopped to see the black sand beach in a little town called Vic. This beach, it's incredibly beautiful. The black sand is so unique and there are these amazing green cliffs and large boulders. We fortunately had perfect weather that day and we spent maybe two hours just exploring the beach and the area around it. It was heaven. Definitely make time to relax there if you are in Iceland. 
Next, we did a glacier lagoon tour. Iceland has several glaciers and several companies that do glacier lagoon tours. We had a bit of trouble finding the right tour company, but we got there eventually. Getting up close to these floating icebergs in the lagoon was pretty cool. But honestly, I got better photos from the beach of the lagoon, which is totally free to access. My recommendation is to skip the boat tour and instead just hang out on the beach for photos of the glacier and the lagoon. The next day we drove north. I should mention that all along the ring road, there is beautiful landscape. You see mountains, waterfalls, the ocean, pretty little Icelandic villages and churches. It's some of the most beautiful landscape I've ever seen. But watch out for the sheep. <laughs> In Iceland, the sheep roam free. There are not many fences, and there may be a sheep in the road at a moment's notice. You will see sheep crossing signs all along this route. Next, we stopped at Europe's most powerful waterfall, Dedifoss. This waterfall was enormous and a bit scary to get to. You follow a dirt road that is very bumpy for a couple of miles. It feels like you're on the edge of the world and that you're definitely going the wrong way. But once you get there and take a short hike down to the waterfall, it's worth the effort. Also, because this waterfall is a bit out of the way, there were not a lot of tourists there. So it felt a little bit more special. The next thing we saw were the mud pots near Lake Myvatten. These mud pots were really crazy. I have to say that it feels like you are on Mars when you see them. This hot steam bubbling and bursting out of the earth, it's just the weirdest thing to me. But be prepared to hold your breath a lot. The smell of these mud pots is horrible. It's the strongest sulfur smell you can imagine. I had to take several breaks from the area because the smell starts to make you feel a little sick, <laughs> but it's still worth seeing. After that, we ended up in Iceland's second most populated city, Akureyri. Akureyri is a super charming little town on the edge of a fjord. It's beautiful and the location is just incredible to see. Um, Akureyri claims to be the whale watching capital of the world. So maybe do a tour there if you get the chance. The city is very small and you can walk everywhere. The buildings and the homes in the area are so cute. It's an adorable little town with a cute town square and a super delicious ice cream shop. I wish we had more time to spend exploring Akureyri and I definitely want to go back there someday.
The next day, we headed west. Again, the landscape along this route is just beautiful. We checked out the turf houses at Glombear. It's a preserved farm and museum with turf houses, a church, and a lot of cool old artifacts to see. It was really neat to see these little houses with the grass on the roof. After that, we ended up stopping at a restaurant along the way for lunch and got another recommendation from a local. He told us about the Rhino Rock, which its real name I can't pronounce. <laughs> uh, that was just a short drive away. We decided to check it out and I'm so glad we did. It's this really cool rock formation that is standing in the water in a fjord. It's kind of shaped like a huge rhinoceros. So maybe that's why they call it the rhino rock. It's definitely interesting to see if you are in the area and you fancy a detour. From there, we made it to our hotel and spent the rest of the day relaxing in their thermal pools. We did some hiking in the area and saw some horses and a pretty church. Then we spent our last night back in Reykjavik and did some last minute tourist shopping before flying home the next day. One thing I regret is not getting to see the Western Peninsula of Iceland. I've seen photos and heard it's really beautiful, but we just didn't have enough time to check it out. So if you have more than a week to spend there, definitely make that a part of your trip. So the biggest tip I can leave you with for an Icelandic vacation is talk to the locals. Wherever you are in the country, ask the local people for tips on things to do and see. Icelandic people are super friendly and are happy to help you find all the cool things to see and do that not every other tourist knows about. In my opinion, it makes your trip so much more special when you do the things that are off the beaten path. So if you're planning a trip to Iceland, please invite me to come along. I have been dreaming of going back there since the day I left. I'll see you next time. Hey, it's Colleen. If you would like to give any feedback regarding the episode you just heard or any suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at slow. American English at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Slow American English. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening.